You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the cooligans, stupid. Oh, what an absolutely insane day in the <laughs> world cup. You know what? Whoa. Your boy's tired. They, they, they gotta they gotta take it down a notch. Bro, you know what? I don't even <laughs> want to do it, so I'm just gonna let Kevin do it. Oh my fucking god! Kevin <laughs> Cho. Yeah, yeah. Kevinho, he's not Brazilian. No, 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 very <laughs> much not. In fact, don't go, dude. You might not be welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. Oh Welcome daily. We are exhausted. This tournament needs to end yes. tomorrow. Okay, that's Christian Polanco. <laughs> I'm Alexis Guerreros, and both of us are sleep deprived. <laughs> okay, and this is the sacrifice that we make for our audience. Yes. Okay? This is how Bro. this is how people are overworked. Okay. This is how entertainers pick up a drug problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch TV and they'd be all the dad characters would be like, I was in the war and I'm working in this factory. I kinda know how they feel, bro. I've watched four games of soccer. Yeah. For 11 days straight. You know, they say like, uh, you know, some celebrities and some actors or mm. actresses are like, they got they got too famous too fast, mm-hmm. you know, and then their lives were just, uh, you know, turned upside down. Right. I feel like we're our lives are being turned upside down, but we're not getting too famous too fast. You know, <laughs> I also feel like you're wearing a hoodie made out of uh, a towel. I'm not, oh, not, yeah. What is this? A new I got a new little. This yeah, looks like a like snuggie a, like made a, a made a hoodie. Like a, it's like one of them hippie hoodies, you know what <laughs> right? I mean? I just like, you know, just the It does look like vegan. You know <laughs> what I mean? It is comfy. It does look comfy. It feels kind of smooth. You know what? And this wondering. episode's gonna be comfy because I... we are joined by an absolutely Mega star of Bro. a guest, Rebecca Lowe of uh NBC Premier League. I don't know if you guys heard that. Rebecca Lowe's gonna be here. Have some respect. Rebecca Lowe, uh, she is here. We're going to be talking about, obviously, uh, England, uh, you know, maybe their chances of winning the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But we're going to ask about how England couldn't beat the USA. <laughs> okay. I, you know what? Uh, I, we should have used that button more in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I try not to touch any of the buttons because I had no idea how loud they would be in her head, actually. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but Rebecca's going to be joining us to talk about her new podcast, uh, After the Whistle. That's uh, right. It's co- called Rebecca and Alexis Just Chatting. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> imagine. All right. Well, there's the pitch. I okay. mean, what would be what would that conversation be like? How long would, Re- would Rebecca last in that podcast? <laughs> Quite the duo that you do not expect together. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, she has a new podcast with Brendan Hunt of mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, uh, a.k.a. Coach Beard. Coach Beard. Uh, and and he's, you, he's a massive Arsenal fan, which is pretty dope. That's right. And uh, it's also produced by Metal Arc Media. So, uh, oh. you know, we had to get her on to uh, support the homies. OK, yeah, honestly, we brought Rebecca on to say you're welcome. <laughs> Okay, the interview was about 40 seconds long. <laughs> so uh, let's get to it because this was, uh, we just finished watching, uh, obviously, the, the, the second uh, round of, the, of, of matches. For about four minutes, 
Japan and Costa Rica were through, and Spain and Germany were knocked out. <laughs> it didn't last long, but what a what an era. What a moment in we history. Had, we had Group E and we had Group F today, and a couple of countries got F'd. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Okay. Hey. It wasn't Croatia, <laughs> Herdman, but a couple of countries certainly felt it, you know? Uh, so let's start uh, with, with uh, which was the earlier game? The earlier games were Canada, um, uh, Morocco, and Croatia, and Belgium. Morocco topping the group? Morocco, no, no one saw this. There's nobody. There's, not. There's like eight Moroccans, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Find me somebody that has their bracket still intact. Nobody. I mean, nobody. nobody. You know who? There's probably like two or three people who've never once seen soccer, <laughs> and we're just like, woo. There's not a one. No. Because this, uh, no, nobody expected uh, this stuff. When we first did our, our, our like, bracket like preview or you know uh, who's gonna get out of uh of, of these groups we were just like i mean come on this why even have group e and group f because we know we germany spain it. obviously going through we know croatia and belgium obviously going like, through you're boring me bro <laughs> yo whoever why you need to bring back the the warm balls mm. you know to make the <laughs> so, so pick out these groups speaking of christian ballistics okay uh <laughs> and i think that's <laughs> i'm glad you you <laughs> got what i was <laughs> referring yeah. to he did. He did reveal that. Hey, he confirmed he was not hitting the balls. Doesn't clear the dick. Doesn't clear the dick. Doesn't clear the dick. <laughs> okay. And also couldn't be prouder to be on the uh, Levitard slash Metal Arc team because Walker Zimmerman was on the Dan Levitard show and Stugatz basically said, "Hey, that's Christian's dick." A question <laughs> I get all the time on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I and felt... I say too salty. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Stugas ask that question. I'm like, this is deja vu. Yeah, I've been yeah, asked yeah. this question many a time. I also love uh, the the minor influence that we've had on the sport of soccer that Walker Zimmerman was like, he's fine. <laughs> now, did you hear what he said? I know. Stugas is probably what, like, has about 30 years on Walker Zimmerman. He's like, well, why are you acting like a child, sir? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Stugas, do me a favor. Could you get your human to be above the age of 12? And Stu, don't do it, baby. Don't do it. Fight the good fight. Yeah, don't change, bro. Um, so I never will, right, Christian? <laughs> okay. I mean, you're going to be Stugas in a couple minutes, dude. <laughs> you're almost there. Uh, okay, so Canada, uh, Canada, Morocco. Let's start there. Canada. I mean, outside of they technically scored because of an own goal, but that's that's about it. That's yeah, the one positive we can draw from this. You game know, and that. then look, and also, so officially, Alfonso Davies is uh, the only Canadian goal scorer uh, for the Canadian men in, in the history in the, world, in the history of World Cup. So he's, he has that for for the next four years for at least for sure. Um, but it's not good enough, man. I, I, you know, you were all oh, they would play better than Belgium, and I tried to tell you, brother, they were running around like chickens without a head. What is that? You keep saying that. You, you, Have you ever you're seen? You're sounding like a like a, a parent that keeps repeating old timey phrases. Okay. Well, <laughs> I told running you around chickens without a head. What? How old are you, bro? I told you the story about my <laughs> the Thanksgiving where I asked for a turkey, right? And my grandfather walked me to the live poultry place because I grew up in the Latin neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You get live poultry places, and they smell horrific. By the way. I've been to I've been to some. So yeah. I'm about seven years old. All the kids in school are drawing the turkeys with the hands. And I say, hey, why are we drawing turkeys? You probably weren't one of these kids. I was very like, why are we doing it? I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to have to. Why? I'm asking a lot of questions. You were just like, hey, do whatever they say. 
Um, I said, why are we drawing turkeys? And the lady's like, because you're going to eat turkey on Thanksgiving. And I was like, no, we not. We eat pork, bro. Three types of pork. We got ham, fenil, yeah. and costilla. And you call your bro. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <yeah>. That was <laughs> his name, bro. It was Brodowski. <laughs> and I, he was cool, bro. No. Uh, anyway, he was like, you're going to eat turkey. I get to Thanksgiving. There's no turkey. I say, abuelo. I said to my mom, I go, mom, where's the turkey? She goes, oh, yeah, abuelo, papi. Mándalo para, para comprar el pavo. So we go hand in hand. He walks me over to the turkey store, to the live poultry place, which is two blocks. And then he point, he points, he goes, these are the turkeys. And then he goes, which one do you like? Mm. And I was like, oh, I like that one. He's cute. I've, I've, even, named, I've even named them. Bro, they <laughs> grab them by the neck, they cut the neck off, and then they start plucking all the, they dip it under water so it doesn't bleed out, and they start plucking all the, I called the hit out on a bird. I was crying for hours. It was a lot. But you know what else happens at the live poultry place? Every once in a while, they cut the head off of a chicken, and it keeps going, yes. and it puts blood everywhere. Apparently, the central nervous system still intact. <laughs> okay. So it, yes. you run around like chickens without a head means you're running around flying all over the place with no way of no, yes, you don't yes. know where you're going. You're bumping into just, stuff. Just blood coming out of your neck. It's crazy. Right. Okay. It can look, look bad, look according to Alexis. Alfonso Davies. <laughs> you're bleeding from the neck. <laughs> okay, man. So I answered your question. Yes, we dedicate a lot of time to things that are not soccer related for a right. soccer show. Uh, <laughs> but let, yes. Canada, uh-huh. uh, the, the, I, so I think the really the, the humiliating thing here is that obviously they were already knocked out of the World Cup, but I even said I thought they would win this game just as like a going away like yes we got nothing to lose they, type of thing. I, I I would argue that this might might have I wouldn't say that it's the worst that they look was it because they looked pretty good against Belgium, um, but this is. This was a game you would thought you thought they would be a little bit more hard, and but the mistake from uh, the goalkeeper Borjan to I, I give it away to Hakim Ziyech, bro. Uh, just I mean that's not the way you want to go out, and no. a lot of people are gonna remember that. So uh, look, still a a a a you know a, a big milestone for Canada, but uh, and and you know it just highlights uh, who who made it out of Concacaf, only the U.S. Uh, so everybody was complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, everybody was complaining about qualifying and, and, and all these other coaches were better and Berhalter this and Berhalter that. Hey, the Me- results kind of speak for themselves. Mexico, Me- uh, Mexico made it out the group? Nope. Canada okay. made it out the group? Nope. Costa Rica made it out the group? Uh-uh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Did got- USA yeah, make we- it out the group? <laughs> Okay, yeah, we needed that. Thank you for reiterating. <laughs> Just in case you guys weren't following along. <laughs> so, uh, but Croatia-Belgium, I think, is a, a game I want to spend some time talking about because Romelu Lukaku. You know who doesn't? <laughs> Romelu Lukaku. He's like, let's just not talk about it. The man looked broken after the game. Dude, yeah. You and know what? Did, I wish I could cry on Reese's shoulder. <laughs> and he did break. You saw the... Uh, where I don't know, the, the benches or whatever where the players sit. There yeah. was like a glass... Sort of enclosures or rain, mm. whatever. Uh, a sneeze guard for the players, right. <laughs> but uh, he smashed it uh, on the side, and it yeah. did, it did fall onto you like know. a photographer or a trainer or something like you that. You want to know the shame? What's the he was shame? aiming for the thing next to it. Oh, the dude bro, just can't. It's just cursed. <laughs> it just I mean, he can't do Lukaku it. Lukaku had about three. I mean, chances that any striker in the world at a World Cup would dream of. I, it, it looks like the ball, you know, when you flip the magnet over and the other one shoots away from it. That's what the ball <laughs> have, bro. There's yeah. just there's something up but with Lukaku this. on the ball. Are just polar opposites, bro. Yeah. Just <laughs> um, people were. He said, "Check it out ahead." Okay, it's the central <laughs> nervous system, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. 
Um, he, uh, the ball is like the chicken went out of the head, and Lukaku's like me, or the opposite. I'm the chicken went out of the head. You guys get it. You know what I'm talking about. I'm the chicken went out of the head. You know what? I'm a chicken head. Let's just get it out there. Chicken, chicken. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys still listening to this show? Now? Hey, we all love Project Pat, don't we? You know what? I just realized, I just realized that. Rebecca Lowe's going to listen Rebecca, I hope you skip this part. <laughs> I really hope. Put a time code in it when her interview starts so she goes right to it and doesn't hear any of this. Okay. I feel bad Rebecca Lowe's going to Google chicken head and be like, good God. Uh, it's, a, it's a hook <laughs> classic. <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for Romelu Lukaku. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Belgium, all they needed to do uh, was win this game and they would have uh, uh, moved on. Uh, and they just could not. And and when he hit them, people put pictures up of uh, Lukaku in the Chelsea kit, and and it's uh, Lukaku for Belgium. It's, it's oh, I sure. mean, it's pretty true, dude. I I just don't know what's happened to he. He left. You know, he had an unbelievable year at Inter. He goes to Chelsea, and it's a complete train problem. wreck. I dude, I said it. I said on the show, don't go back. It's just not going to be good for you. Yeah, I like I I, I try to understand um, the. I guess the motive for any player, maybe at a, a particular age, I saw, uh, oh, who was this quote by? Um, Declan Rice. Declan Rice recently said, uh, I think I saw it today, that he, he, used the, he used the phrase, and, and you don't really get, I see this that often, but he used the phrase, I, my fr- I, a lot of my friends are playing in Champions League and playing in these big games, and you, you know, your, your career is short, and you want to get the opportunity to play in those games, you know? So, because a lot of times people, what's the part you didn't? It, the the part what of like calls them, calls them friends. My friend, my friend. I'm like, it's like a kid not being invited to like a birthday party. Do you know what I mean? It just I don't know what you mean. Alexis, who doesn't? Want he's like, I got the chickens, everybody. <laughs> 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 Couple chicken heads coming to the party. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so this kid just brought actual it, chicken heads. <laughs> if it, it felt a little bit, um, you know. A little sad, I guess. That's the best best way to put it. it. It's a little bit of a look inside the the mind of a of a player in a way you don't normally. You think of players being like confident, because you would you would expect them to say like, "I'm trying to get West Ham into Champions League, and we're trying to get top four. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. gonna be the response. Hilarious, bro. <laughs> bro, you doing comedy now, Declan? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Declan, Declan, what's in the water bottle, Declan? <laughs> so, um, so okay, so uh, yeah, so I feel for Lukaku, man. I, I don't. Don't know what is the the right um, move in his career. Look, he's at Inter. He's he's was recovering from an injury. He hasn't really played at all uh, this season, and and you hope he can like turn things around. But if he wins another scudetto at at, at uh, in Italy, what does that mean? Does that mean like you know? Because Inter had the the reason they got rid of him was like, yo, okay, we can't afford him, yeah, you know, or, or we can't miss the opportunity on this money because we have so many financial issues. So it's like. Where where does he want to succeed? I don't know. It's just I just feel, I feel bad. That's my general feeling. I'm a, obviously I'm uh, an Everton fan, and Lukaku is a big reason uh, uh, for that. Uh, so it's just a bummer to see him uh, struggle like so, this. So uh, Thierry Henry is the is an assistant coach with yes. uh, who you blame more than Roberto Martinez, who also was uh, obviously fired. Just, yeah, he was. He's gone. Um, <laughs> okay, but man, what uh, you what's your shop, bro? <laughs> him and Dr. Martino right now, bro. Just uh, sitting, waiting for the bus in, in Qatar. But here's my question: How much do can we should we blame Thierry Henry for any of this? He's the forwards coach. Yeah, 
Does any of this fall? I mean, both Lukaku and Batshuayi Batshuay looked really bad. I mean, I would say Belgium, everybody looked bad. Dries Merton looks bad. Every, Bro, the quotes look bad. We too old for this shit? <laughs> they, they just didn't, they didn't have almost any kind of spirit. They, I mean, the, the De Bruyne comments made it feel like they don't even believe that they can win. Or it, it shines a light on how much of an argument there really was in that, in that uh, changing room. Because, you know, the, I don't know if you, if you heard, there was a, apparently an actual fist fight. I did not hear that. Yeah, Lukaku had to break it up. Seriously, there was no okay, joke coming. Okay. <laughs> you waited. I saw your eyes. I mean, most of the things you yeah. say are lies, so um, it's not really uh, <laughs> what a, what a it's horrible, not unfair for me. What a terrible thing to say. <laughs> most of the things you say are lies. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Harry. Yeah, okay. Harry's I'm looking, looking it up. up. Okay, we okay. Well, that's right. Look, now we realize we Harry's here and we don't even know what we can use him for. I know, bro. Uh, we're like, <laughs> did you Google chicken head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I you can uh, you can understand that there, there would be a lot of uh frustration. They had a terrible World Cup. Like, even in the win against Canada, they were awful. They yeah. got I mean, it wasn't purely luck. Uh, but they've been really, really bad. I believe the dust-up, if you will, came from Eden Hazard and Vertonghen, right? De Bruyne and Vertonghen. De, Bo- De Bruyne and Vertonghen. Oh, you don't really think of De Bruyne being a, a man this that gets the into scuffles. Who's like, yo, we too old for the shit. Yeah, he yeah. Just, yo, he's different now, bro. <laughs> what was... Uh, Lukaku did break it up, right? Did they say if there's actual fist fights? Lukaku did break it up, and Hazard was in the fight as well, actually. Look at that. Yeah, you say I'm a liar, bro. <laughs> I said no. I said you usually lie. So. No, you said everything I say is a lie. <laughs> I wasn't calling you a liar. I said everything bro. you say is a lie. So it's very little. It's a little bit different. Just quote me correctly, bro. <laughs> I can't Again, believe Again, uh, typical liar, <laughs> Alexis. Remember when Christian recently <laughs> said that I'm the greatest human being? Alive? Uh, I don't know how you don't get up with this because that's a big game, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Joe made it on the show. <laughs> Joey. Hey, we got two producers. Hey, Joey B. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's. Uh, I I do want to talk about uh, Group E, uh, but we let's let's do that after we join uh, Rebecca and or Rebecca joins us on the show. <laughs> we go join Rebecca. We go, we go to LA. We're going to Rebecca's <laughs> house. Uh, so Rebecca Lowe uh, joined us, and obviously, uh, obviously, you know, uh, one of the homies, part of uh, uh, you know, we worked with her at the sure. uh, at the Premier League Fan Fest in Philly. Uh, so it was nice. Uh, to catch up with our dear friend, Rebecca Losa. Here we go. What an absolute honor. Look, it's the World Cup daily. This It's not, we're, it's not it, it, we couldn't go the whole month covering no. the World Cup without our next guest. Bro, we called, we called Daddy Lebetard and we said, <laughs> Papa, we want, we want soccer superstars. And he said, who's the top of your list? You want me to call Ronaldo or Messi? I said, no, 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 they're second and third. We want Rebecca Lowe, everybody. Bex, what's up? My goodness, how lovely is it to chat again after Philadelphia, which seems forever ago, but how much fun did it have? So much fun. It really was. Thank you so much uh, for joining. This is uh, a long overdue. I thought you would be a guest on the show way before we worked together on NBC's Premier League coverage. Well, no, I did not expect say that. no, we're peers. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're co-workers. We're now colleagues. Yeah. I mean, uh, not nowhere near as beloved, but still <laughs> colleagues. We're very much the janitors yes, at this organization. I, I, I want to start there because we will we'll talk about the World Cup. We'll talk about the uh, especially these upcoming matches in the, on the knockout rounds, but. I want to just reflect a little yeah. bit on uh, the, the uh, Premier League Fan Fest in Philadelphia. It was the first time we worked together, and this was... Can, a, I, can, a, I, can I ask a, a question first before you say anything? What had you heard about <laughs> us before we got there? <laughs> I'm really interested to know. Okay. <laughs> I had heard... No, no, all good stuff, guys. I'd heard that you guys were like two Americans who were funny who knew about football. And I was like, well, that sounds like the perfect cocktail. Bring them down. Okay. And i got to be honest, guys, afterwards as well, you came up in a number of post-FanFest review meetings and everyone was freaking loving the Funny. food. Look at this. Huh? We passed uh, yeah. the review. We're getting a raise, baby. <laughs> this is the best performance yeah. review I've ever been a part of. Well, now let me tell you what we heard about you, Rebecca. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously... <laughs> but I, I want to address that. Alexis mentioned, uh, and, and we saw that firsthand, how uh, uh, beloved you uh, are to uh, American soccer and football fans. Uh, what your, your, not necessarily, I don't know if it's rise to fame. I don't know how you sort of view yourself when you look in the mirror. Uh, is it like, uh, do you appreciate this, this uh, adoration? Is it something that's a little jarring at times? It's 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 a bit weird. It's a bit weird. I find it a bit strange because I would say that like the first five years, six years maybe of doing the show, out and about the recognition like wasn't some wasn't really there that much. So then when we would do a fan fest, it was really stark the difference because I mean I'm just like I go out and about like I look like now like I don't look anything like I do on TV. There's no makeup. There's no real hair situation. There's certainly no nice clothes. So there was but now something has happened. The last, I would say, three years of, I, I, I mean, I, this has sounds so kind of annoying, but like I, people come up to me a lot more now than ever before. So the fan fest then becomes slightly less jarring, but I still, every time, guys, I take like a second when I'm on that stage or a few seconds, I turn around and I just like <gasps> soak it all in and everyone is just so lovely and it's just... It's it's a little strange. I think it must you know it's it's a, it's a yeah. bit strange well, because people, people are not, not it's just, they're, just they're not handing uh, us their babies. No, my yeah. sister wouldn't even <laughs> let me hold my nephew. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have a crowd of people begging you to hold their baby. They're like, please, Rebecca, take this. Oh, you you're you're Honestly, you're basically like soccer's Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> All we had to do, our job was made so easy. Oh. If ever one of our jokes didn't work while we were trying to MC in the crowd, all we had to go is, how about Rebecca Lowe, everybody? And everyone would just start clapping. <laughs> man, if I could, if I was doing a stand-up show and I and that was my go-to if a joke didn't work, oh. man, I would, I would be Yeah, the actually, Rebecca, I, 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 when I film my special, I want you sitting on the stage. And if a joke doesn't work, I go, hey, everybody, Rebecca's here. The curtain moves slightly. You're there. We go back to the jokes. You know? Oh. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's so, they're so lovely, but that's what the fan fest is about. Yeah, everyone is so, that's why I love this country as well, by the way, guys, because America is so supportive of people generally. I just feel like there is no, sometimes I would say that in England, there can be a bit of an edge if someone is successful or someone's done really well or someone is like new on the block. It's, it's like, yeah, we're going to kind of build you up and then we're going to really right. knock you down, <laughs> usually in the tabloids. But here in America, I feel like the general culture is that 
people are happy for people to do well and if they and they, there's just it's just lovely there's such a lovely feel at those fan fests and that's just an example for me a reflection of the rest of this country this is good. that's it. how i know you live in california and not new york because hey we ain't got that energy out here <laughs> we're very what you think you're better than me i said that to robert de niro yeah yeah, so. yeah. hey yo bobby <laughs> Yo, Bobby, when you when you're done at when you're done at the buffet with the king crab legs, you know? can the rest of us eat? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why Robert De Niro's at a buffet. Was like, <laughs> Bobby, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I saw the Irishman. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. All right, I, I wanted to, I want to ask you about this because uh, a lot of people don't know uh, your background, uh, and I looked this information up. Apparently, when you were a kid, uh, you had a pet giraffe. <laughs> Oh no! I'm sorry. It says you walk to school with what Peter Crouch. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's an honest mistake. No, the, it was. It was I, I just the way I pictured it, I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, you're spot on. It was exactly like that because he was about two feet taller than the rest of us, even at the age of 14. And he used to carry this tennis racket over his shoulder every day. Peter Crouch was really good at tennis. He was. I mean, not as good at tennis as he was at football but he wasn't far off he was really excellent one of those people that's like annoyingly good at every sport you know one of them and he was always so so none of us really knew he could play football he would just have this tennis racket and he used to walk to school with three other kids and um we wouldn't go to the same school so him and his three boy pals were on one side of the road and me and my girls were on the other side every morning we'd parallel walk right we'd all stop at the sweet shop for sweets and like make eye contact but like nobody would talk and then we would all carry on our journeys and then the same on the way home and we sent valentine's day cards across to like the different and not to peter i wasn't a, his ah. friends though oh oh the twin the twins very oh, nice back in the in the 90s but yeah he's a great and then then i re reunited with him years later for an interview and i was like Hi, I walked in and he was at Southampton then. It was it was like early 2000s. And he looked at me, he was like, hi. It was just that kind of recognition of like, yeah, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. six years ago. Okay, good to see yeah, you, you got, again. Yeah, you got tennis uh, rackets. <laughs> 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 uh, exactly. But he's such a nice guy. He's got a great sense of humor. One of my favorite. He's so funny. He's right got now. a great personality. I hope to interview him one day on the show. Yeah. He's so good. Great dude. Okay. Let's uh, let's let's yeah. look back a little bit on obviously uh, uh, England uh, had their match uh, and uh, against uh, Wales, uh, obviously qualified for the knockout stages. The U.S. Uh, against Iran. Uh, so you know, it, it's I've been listening to uh, after the whistle. Everybody check out after the whistle. Absolutely yeah. incredible podcast. If you don't know, oh, wow. it's uh, Rebecca Lowe and Brendan Hunt. Yes, also yeah. known as Coach Beard from the Ted Lasso show. Okay, also a massive Arsenal right. fan. Beard and Bex. All right. So yes. uh, let's start. Let's start with England. Thank you guys. And uh, you know, th th there seem to be yeah. more. Um, I, I don't know. I guess the the nerves uh, of of especially playing against the U.S. And obviously, I don't know if it's necessarily the expectation of success, but you you guys see the the squad you have. You guys want. Uh, you feel like I feel like the the English feel like they deserve something positive, especially from these group stages. But the U.S. made it a little bit scary. And then the, uh, the, leading into the match against Wales, it was like, all right, well, Wales is, this is a derby, uh, uh, you know, for them. So what, what have your emotions been like throughout these, especially last two matches? 
Okay, so coming off the Iran game, obviously yeah, life was great. And then heading into USA, I really thought we'd do better performance-wise. The result, obviously now you can look back and the result is fine. The draw was fine. But the performance against USA, USA were better than us. And that was a bit of a reality check. But sometimes you need reality checks. I remember in the summer of, what was it, 21, the Euro, Euro 2020, they got moved to 21. England played Scotland. And the build-up was similar in that in that it was just, it was, there was a, there was an affinity between the two countries, like there is England, USA, and a point to be proved. And I think we drew, didn't we, against yeah, Scotland? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was a terrible performance, or did we even, yeah, and, and, but, you know, no one really remembers it. I can barely remember it, because we went on to the final. So I'm hoping that's a similar thing. But after the USA game, I was not particularly impressed, not happy. And I think I've said it on After the Whistle podcast, you know, I do love Gareth Southgate. He used to play for my team, Crystal Palace, and, I love him as a man in terms of the way he holds himself and leads this team and leads this country. But I, I just wish he could be braver because, and this is the, this is really, in a nutshell, what is wrong with England is that we have a young, vibrant, brave, front foot, high energy group of players, better than we've had for 15 years. But we have a manager who's kind of like their dad, who's like, well, you can go out, but just make sure you come back early. You know, it's that kind of thing. And I just want him to let them off their leash and let them go out into the nightclubs and party because I think they're good enough. So into the Wales game, um, that was fine. That was good, good performance, decent performance, lots of changes, get some goals into other people. Marcus Rashford is turning into a bit of a star in this tournament. I could not be happier. And so now I'm kind of like, right, we did our job. We did our job. Have we blown anyone away? No. Have we had good moments? Yes. Now it's time to really now, get Do to you work. still get, you've been in this country for a while now. Do you, are you over the sort of that media landscape that puts so much pressure on the English national team? Or do you still carry that in you where you're like, we're going to lose, but if we lose, we're the greatest team. That's not <laughs> fair. It's like this dichotomy that every English fan has with the three Lions. You're absolutely right. My husband is a former manager in England, so he was on the other side of the press. And obviously I am the press. And so the number of uh, high voltage conversations we've had about the treatment of the England squad by the English press, me and my husband, quite a lot, because he feels that the English press are just not enough behind them. Um, and in the past, that maybe has been true. But yeah, it's this weird existence as an England fan, unfortunately, which is... It's all we've got, guys. You've got the Olympics at uh, America team at, at, at Team USA at the Olympics. You've got the NBA. You've got NFL. You've got so many other things that you can spread your sort of attention on. We ain't got really anything. We've just got football. Like, bleed football. That's all we do. And so you have this relationship with the England team where you're so deeply in love with them. Like, I love England so much. And then when they let you down, you're like, I hate them so much. It is so difficult to find a middle ground. They just ate once. It's, it's black and so white. I can, what you say about the English national team is how my mother must have felt about me when I was a teenager. Like, I love this guy, but he just cannot <laughs> stop disappointing me. And, and look, you know, whenever we have uh, English people on the show, they, they, there's a... Um, a complex, I feel. I just something happens where I'm like, I, 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 I feel. I just remember uh, all the comment sections whenever we. Uh, it's football, mate. It's football, mate, and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. There's such a there's uh, a there's a condescension that comes annoying. from uh, English fans, and 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 it's not fair to judge all English Aww. based on the comment sections of YouTube videos, but. 
It, there's something no, where... No, please don't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but some... We've been there enough times where we realize, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's eight very loud people <laughs> on our comments. It's not the whole country. <laughs> but there yes, is that... Exactly. I feel like yeah. England tends to be a barometer for other uh, other nations, other footballing nations, where they want to they 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 judge themselves based on how they do. It's against the New England. York of football. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, I I mean I I think you're you're right, both internationally and domestically. You know, people players want to go to the Premier League. You know, Mbappe is an example where is he going to? That's a destination where he could go because it'll be one of the few places where he can know that he's playing at the top of his game, which is why it's such a shame that Messi never went to England because actually, has he ever really been tested? I'm, I'm not 100% sure okay. he has. Well, in my opinion, in my opinion, PSG, do me a favour, and La Liga, when there's two teams, it might as well be Scotland. Wow. Sorry, but I feel like he should have tested himself. Ronaldo did. He wasn't scared. I love Messi. Side note. Didn't work out well for him. But he wasn't scared. He should have come to England. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, and then national team wise, England just has this self kind of self created aura around it because, like, I go back to what I said before, it's all that the country's got. And so it becomes like we lift them up and and, and it has a good pedigree, good history, tons of great stories of the England national team. So, yeah, I kind of see what you mean by that. But I tell you one thing, it is one day it's going to happen. And when it happens for England, whether it's this World Cup or when I'm dead, it is going to happen. And I tell you, if I'm not right in the middle of that <laughs> drunken crowd in Trafalgar Square, then I have made a massive error because well, yeah. it is going to be the probably up there. You know what? That day I want to see you riding on Peter Crouch's shoulders <laughs> the whole crowd. Yeah! <laughs> With a, waving a yeah. tennis racket everywhere. That's a sweet shot. Why is Rebecca on stilts? Yeah. This is crazy. Why is Rebecca taller than Big Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you know... It will be carnage. It would. It would I hope carnage. to be there just to see it. Look, uh, but no, obviously this World Cup, the United States is going to obviously win. Uh, and That's you, obvious. You're going to have to obviously show support and celebrate yeah. i know you're gonna be you know grinding your teeth through that commentary but uh you know it, this is let's talk about the u.s a little bit because uh you know the, it, i yeah. i loved how yeah. you were uh speaking about the, the yeah, rebecca sounded like she was one of these four nil uh predictors <laughs> oh england gonna beat usa four nil i heard that a lot but i think the u.s showed really well I did not say that. <laughs> okay, well, t- tell Wayne Rooney. He works here now, dude. <laughs> Wayne, relax. But I think the U.S. showed really well. Just from your perspective, now that you're here, your kids are going to have American accents. What, what, uh, what do you think about uh, the way that U.S. has developed over the years that you've been here as a footballing nation? We've gotten way further along. I mean, loads further along, and not just on the international scene. I mean, because you had that dip when you didn't qualify, of course, in 2018. But... When you look at the team now, I know Christian Pulisic is the gem and he really is so important and he is without a doubt the star, but there's actually been other stars too and I'm not sure that anyone expected Tyler Adams to be quite the star he's been. I'm not sure anyone expected Tim Ream to be playing out of his skin like he's been playing because he's been playing well for Fulham, but he looks like friggin', he looks like John Terry at his peak. He's yeah. just playing so well. Um, so that's been great to see that progression. Um, but in terms of the nation, just little things. Like, I don't think in 2014, and I might be wrong, but I don't think in 2014, 
uh, when I'd been here a year, I would go into Target and see a whole section of US men's national team merchandise to buy. Now, there's this huge section in my local Target. Obviously, I just walk yeah. straight by that <laughs> stuff. But it's, uh, it's right there. It's right there. And, um, and also, just generally, it's on, it's on the tips of people's tongues more. So it's school pickup, which is, you know, the most cross-section sort of society moment of my day. The other day after you'd um, played Iran and got through, people were talking about it. And people that I didn't think would have been watched it were watching it. And it's just much more of a conversation now. You guys in this country in 2022 is, a, is wow, it's so m much different from where I came in 2013. And it's only going one way, guys. And I, there, everyone's going to be running scared. The NHL have already been scared off. NBA, running scared. MLB, terrified. NFL, maybe in the world we're dead. <laughs> but the Premier League and football is coming because there is no getting away from the fact it's the greatest game in the world and it's the most popular game in the world. They can't all be wrong, can I they, agree. guys? Well I agree. Well okay. put. This is beautiful. <laughs> I feel like we should stop here, put our hands together, and go America, <laughs> and go to Qatar and tell, tell Berhalter what was just said on the show. <laughs> I mean, look. I just I, this confidence has, has made me, you know, want to go up to English people and say, "Find a new sport. Yeah, You're yeah, done. Yeah. You know, pick up baseball, <laughs> baby. We'll toss you one of ours. <laughs> uh, you get to keep the ball. I know, you've got the enough. <laughs> so uh, I this is why people love you, Rebecca. I mean, you just have. A, a way of inspiring. Oh. You would make me feel like I have abs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the feat. That's quite the feat, oh okay? Um, I, I want to ask a question. This is, uh, we have a question from uh, Gully Squad, which are our, our supporters uh, group, the Cooligan supporters group. Uh, this is from Nixon. He says, uh, it's more of a statement, but he says, from the first time uh, she heard Rebecca's voice on TV, my wife has wanted to invite Rebecca uh, and her family is welcome to over for Thanksgiving in a place uh, of our actual extended family just to hear her talk. They love your voice. <laughs> you are. It is like a, 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 oh a, just a, a, a warm welcome. There's no one's invited us to their Thanksgiving <laughs> and these are our fans. <laughs> but guys, I think this is what it is. I think that the English accent over here is still like a kind of novelty. And then and then my voice is like the soundtrack to people waking up from a hangover on a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning they put their TV on and it's like there's the voice and they, whether they like it or not it's the voice right every Saturday and Sunday morning and I think I've just become kind of synonymous with like safety in my bed <laughs> with my cup of coffee after my 100%. big night out on a Friday yeah. and I'm okay with that I'm okay to be that I've, I've always said that for me if there isn't ketchup on my bacon egg and cheese it doesn't feel like my morning breakfast but now You've replaced the ketchup. Now you if there's no the Rebecca on the bacon <laughs> with my bacon, egg, and cheese, I'm like, bro, what's happening, bro? What happened? Bro, I'm bigger. I'm bigger than ketchup. Bro, you're bigger that than ketchup. Bro, that's it. it. That's a, put it on a bumper sticker. That is a cool. Put, it's on your resume now. Who was it? The Beatles said we're bigger than Jesus? Rebecca's bigger than ketchup. Okay. And more people... Have ketchup, then follow Jesus. So yeah, I'm just saying it. <laughs> it's a very influential topic. <laughs> okay, it's a religion I can get behind. Get oh okay. God, oh so, um, the, oh, I, so I want to talk about this, um, and, and uh, we'll wrap up in a moment. But your, uh, we're talking about family. Uh, you're, you've been, uh, you know, uh, highlighted and featured about, you know, just your 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 work ethic. 
and your dedication to your family and being a woman in the industry. Yeah, and and one thing, and maybe this is uh, an opportunity just to get maybe some advice as somebody somebody who works in the sport and is uh, and has a family. My wife is due March thirty first. We're having our first child. I'm very very excited, but. Uh, you know the question so that a, a lot of like some people from like entertainment tonight, Rebecca, how do you handle it all? How do you do both? <laughs> yeah, Rebecca, teach Christian how to be a woman with a child in this business. Please, I can use yeah. some direction. I love it. I love it. Okay, so my first piece of advice, Christian, is between now and March, okay. live your best life, my friend, because it is all gonna change, right? So I now sometimes have just very tiny moments, usually the bedtime routine, where I sit there and I go. Wow, do you remember those days, honey? And I say to my husband, like, do you remember those days, like 2012? They were great, right? They were great. When, like, there was no bedtime routine. There was no, like, mom, mom. No, it is amazing. Um, all I would say, I, I have, the advice, how do you do it, is um, a lot of things has to basically fall by the wayside, I'm afraid. Like, everything becomes your kid, your spouse, and your job. But the one thing I think is really important is, is to keep going it's best not not everyone can do this guys because different circumstances but if you can continue working in the way that you've always done even though they're babies they, they will start to kind of understand priorities and they'll start to understand um in, what's important in life and i do think that working really hard and don't get me wrong leaving my kid i have a little boy he's six and a half um we're at a good stage now with me leaving he gets it a bit more but we've had some as a baby he hadn't got a clue if i was there or not let's be honest but then we had that between sort of three and five and it was really really difficult when i would go to work and i've had many times when i've sat on the airplane thinking should i just give it up should i just give it up and stay home because people were telling me you know, you'll never get this time back you'll never get this time back and of course you have moments when you're like am i doing this all wrong maybe i should just be at home just like just with him all, all day every day but now he understands and he actually he actually says to me about he, he talks to me about me, my job and he says to me, mum, do you enjoy your job? And I say, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's really important to, to enjoy your job because ultimately kids just, I'm rambling, but ultimately kids just want you to be happy. And so if they see that you're happy and you enjoy your job, then they're okay with it. And then it sets them a really good example. And I really feel strongly having a boy that being a female, he sees what I do because when he grows up, if he goes and gets married, he will hopefully go for a lady who is independent, who who has a career, and then s continues to set that example. Because when I was growing up, there wasn't always that example to follow. And I just think that's really important. So I sort of love my job, but I also do it to try and do good for other people as well. Yeah, if you 100%. Get what I mean. you know, that's, that's beautiful advice. Very, very... That's like the best advice you've received. Because <laughs> a lot of people are like, yo, dude, don't do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, bigger than ketchup. Okay, what I'm can gonna, I tell you? I'm going to take my advice uh, from you. No, right? thank you so much. Yeah, it, it is a, <laughs> uh, uh, um, you know, you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. That's the main thing. And and there it. No, but Christian, one of the things, one of the things, sorry to interrupt you. One of the things that you still, that you yet to know, but you'll know in six months time is there is this, there is this like love inside of you that's yet to come out. And when you have that kid. I'm a little bit obsessed with my kid. Like I sometimes just stare at his face. Like I made you. Like we made. Like we, I baked you in my stomach. This is so weird. How obsessed am I with you? Very. And sometimes I just say to him, "So sorry." And he's like, "Why are you staring at me, Mum?" Like I'm just. Obsessed. It's actually. That's it's amazing and it's a beautiful. That's thing. actually scientific. Did you know that your brain releases a chemical so you don't eat your kid? Did you know that? <laughs> 
I love. Stop it! I swear. Of course. <laughs> I swear to God. Of course, Alexis would have the knowledge about eating your child. It's 100% Bro, true. I don't know what your diet is like, but it's 100% true. Look this up. Alexis, is like, hey, I had, I had to cut out some oh things on my diet. It was getting bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm cutting down on sodium, and I'm not gonna eat my kids. I've decided. You know, that's it. I was gonna do keto, but I decided no. I'm not. It's true. Look it up. Your brain, your brain releases the chemicals so you don't chomp on your kid when you're hungry 2,000 years ago. And now there you, you stare at your kid at night. You know what? Hey, I, I don't Maybe I don't know if Rebecca came on this show expecting ex, expecting to be uh, this kind of knowledge. Rebecca, but. how about you give me advice? My wife and I, we don't want kids. And we go out and we eat all the time. Also fine. Also fine. Yeah. Just live we your best life, mate, because that is also fine. Yes. yes. Do it. And don't and anyone, you know the most annoying people in the world, I'm sure you've had about seven thousand of them in the last year, are the people who goes, When are you guys having kids? Uh. Leave me alone. We are really happy the way we are. We have a great life. You know, people need to just concentrate on their own wombs and their own, you know, what because <laughs> you're doing fine. So don't worry about that. You just go and enjoy your life because by the way, Having kids is beautiful, and also not having kids, you can have just as fulfilled a right. life. I agree. So, I love and it. Rebecca, people have stopped asking. We've been married 15 years. Uh, my mom, I think my mom just oh, thinks okay. I, like Christian Pulisic, don't have pieces that work. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Christian. Rebecca Lowe, we can quote her. She said, stay out my damn, stay out, stay out my damn business. Yo, get okay. out my womb, bro. <laughs> uh, <Okay>. Rebecca, <laughs> this has been uh, an absolute joy. This is so cool. Oh. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and uh, Where can everyone uh, get get the uh, podcast? Yeah, yeah, Mitch, uh, after Whistle. Oh, yes. Um, it's my first ever podcast, guys. It's so fun. It's called After the Whistle, as you say, and it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify as well. It's Brendan Hunt, Coach Beard, and me. So, yeah, whenever you, wherever you get your pods, pretty much, I think. And the cool thing also, it's uh, it's, it's uh, produced by Metalock Media. Uh, hey, it's the f- we produce it, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm me and you. Okay, well, yeah. uh, Rebecca, we're your employers, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> but Tables this, uh, turned. Uh, Rebecca, this has been super, super cool. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been an honor. Anytime. You guys are the best. I hope to see you very soon. All right. Absolutely incredible. Let the whole crowd clap. I mean, Rebecca Lowe. What a, what an shout to Bex, okay? Bro, Bex said shouts to us, bro. <laughs> so uh, go check out After the Whistle, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, uh, Rebecca and Brendan Hunt, it's, uh, it's a great show. And I, 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 I had told her uh, as well that I was like, uh, after the U.S. drew against England, I was uh, consuming a lot of uh, English people being angry that uh, they drew against the U.S. Same. content, right? So, uh, and that was one of them, and it was great. It was, it was, it was good English tears. You know what uh, I mean? It made me feel pretty good about myself. It's really the tea we drink, you know, <laughs> okay. out here. I watched a lot on YouTube. Okay, and I do want to give credit to uh, Tifo IRL. Tifo, yeah. great channel. Uh, they like to give a little bit of credit. They were like, hey, the Americans played well. Every other channel was like, all right, well, Phil Foden. Phil Foden should have played. You know, Garrett Southgate, he needs to be sacked midway. No. <laughs> Tifo was like, hey, why don't we look at this from a unbiased point of view? Yeah. And that's not common. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm impressed. Yeah, it was beautiful. Good to see you. Good to see you. Okay. I do watch this one channel called Chickens Without a Head. And uh, <laughs> it's, <a> good- <laughs> it's honestly, it's a lot of blood. You guys got to see it. Okay. Um, Group E. Group E. 
Oh, Costa Rica almost did it, dude. Costa Rica, they 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 teased us mm. with uh, you know, some some late late heroics, some conquer. Some I wouldn't say it was late. It was mid-game heroics. Mid-game of 70-something minute. I yeah. just thought, you know, I thought anything was possible, but that that moment, it felt like um the Conca Calf was gonna have a second representative really change, uh, you know, the how how we how we're perceived. Yeah, the perception uh, of uh, all the whole Concacaf region, but no, 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 again, no, just the Americans, <laughs> just the, but no, it was um so obviously both matches, Costa Rica against Germany and uh, Japan against Spain. We're we're in the studio watching both of these, and it felt like the I I think the bigger shock here. Is the um, obviously the Japan Spain result because the, the, after after we saw what Spain did uh, to Costa Rica in that first uh, in that opening match, it, it, I even said I, Spain looks like they're gonna they should be the favorites to win the World Cup, and I very much do not think that now. Uh, yeah, I was like, well, they're looking the best. I go honestly, you know, Germany can make it. Uh, I was doing a lot of that stuff, but there's something about this Japan team where they're they're not just like gutting it out. They're also kind of disrupting what you want to do. Right. And they've shown it twice now. But they again, Spain is a different level. Uh, yeah, well, that we that's what we expected for them to be uh, uh, a different level. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, to yeah. do this, that's a bigger notch on your belt than Germany. No offense to right, Germany. Right, right. Uh, so uh, the, the, the level of... Um, so after Japan beat Germany, that mm. was already like one of the biggest shocks of, of, of the World Cup. Right. Um, and everybody was asking. I heard the Saudi prince is going to buy them all. Rolls Royces. <laughs> right. so like, okay. But in the Rolls Royces, a chicken went out of hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but the fact that uh, Japan, you know, after that first game, you, I, I think they really showed the just because to, at least to me, like World Cups are a little bit of you're not watching the classiest version of the game. Right, it's a lot of it's a not lo- in the third game of the of the right, group right, stage. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's when it gets a little <laughs> a little <laughs> dirty. You okay, know what I mean? you, you played uh, a lot of minutes uh-huh. in a short amount of time. Right, and and it, and it, you just gotta win. It doesn't matter. Got, you just gotta find the strength. Yes. Uh, and and given that this World Cup is happening in the middle of a season, there's just a lot of like confusion and a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. And and but Japan to show the the level of uh, of heart and concentration and not be intimidated by by these big footballing nations that we generally that we generally this is how we feel japan is uh, germany supposed to win uh in this game yeah but no th- one had japan getting out of the group but also to take advantage of every single opportunity that's presented to you yeah is absolutely incredible and then so the 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 game-winning goal uh that the the ball that was kept in uh, so we can take a look at it real quick. Uh, we'll get to, Tom, Tom Boger had uh, tweeted the, the image that's been going around. Um, but uh, you can see the tweet there. It says, the finest of margins that sent Japan to the knockout rounds and eliminated Germany on the final day of the group stage. And this was a controversial uh, call because they didn't say, they said the ball did not go out. The ball was kept in and, uh, and then uh, the, the ball was uh, obviously uh, hit in uh, for the goal. Um, and when you're looking at it here from the, t- the top, down uh, from the like sky cam it's you can see that the the bottom of the ball click on click on the photo okay the bottom of the ball is Jeez. definitely in the green can uh, you zoom in on that uh, enhance <laughs> I, th- I can Did you, yeah there you go yeah 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 there we go so the bottom of the ball i mean that is it's not over 
It's not the ball has to be completely over the line. So in other words, you have to see a blade of grass between the ball and the line. Move your mouse. Okay. Yeah, see? The line is wildly it's close. It's so but it's It's literally probably the furthest it could go without being over. Right. It is super <laughs> super close and I mean and this is the difference between uh you know, may possibly missing uh the the the, the knockout stages um and, but they, the fact that they were able to keep this ball in, uh, it's, it's just remarkable. It is remarkable. What's I, crazy is if that if that ball is doing what it's doing, uh, like maybe a foot uh, further this way, it doesn't count as a goal. Isn't that crazy? Like if it was going over the line this way inside of the goal. Oh, right. Correct. Yeah. That wouldn't yeah, be a the goal. Ball, again, the ball has to be completely over uh, the line. But like if I, was, if I was on a team and that was in goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, out of your mind if you're not giving me that goal. So yeah, so this is a uh, a, a picture tweeted. This is, this is another this very is a- <laughs> very high end technical photo. This is Gary Neville took this with his phone on his TV. Uh, on his TV. So we're looking at an image of uh, Gary Neville's TV, which is kind of nice. I love that he lets us into his life this way. Yeah, very cool. Uh, there seems to be a Nintendo Switch <laughs> at the front of the television. <laughs> so good for him. Uh, Gary Neville actually is kind of uh, fun on TikTok. He, uh, he has he? he has um An anti-American, anti-American TikTok? No, he doesn't really... He does talk about the game, uh, but he... he Brings his family. I think he has two daughters, and his two daughters are like twelve, and they like literally can't stand him. Like, and it's just great. It's like that's how the rest of the internet feels about yeah, Gary. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we know how you feel, girls. <laughs> they, they just think his dad is like the corniest human being yeah. in the world. Um, but this is uh, the image that we're looking at is of of Gary Neville uh, uh, of his TV, and in this image, it very much looks like the ball is over the line because you can see not the right angle to make that call it is not but but this is because this angle is out there uh and and obviously it was on it was on the broadcast but because it it the ball itself because it's it is a sphere it it is still technically on the line even though it's not actually touching the line that makes sense why are you explaining this people know this no some people don't you saw a lot of people look at the internet bro everybody's saying this goal shouldn't account there's a good example of of everyone the internet (laughs) yeah okay that's uh, that how do people feel well let's go to the internet comments there can't be any (laughs) absolute ridiculousness that's the future bro everybody bases everything based on what the engagement is like what are people saying for those of you watching and see the trending bar you may see exactly (laughs) how incredible the internet is yeah they were they're saying Kanye, and then somebody put Kane, K A K A Y N E. All right, so this uh, is this is the internet we are relying upon. His first uh, his first ever award being a producer. They misspelled his name as Kane. Okay, all right. Look, Alexa's trying to Wrong. make make Kanye a sympathetic character. Exactly. <laughs> what? Not at all. Are we supposed to feel bad regarding? <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been fully canceled yet. Anyway, anyway, if you go go Google why he's trending, <laughs> and I think even those of you who are still defending him will walk completely away. Um, so uh, obviously a huge, huge win for Japan. They they finished at the top of the group, uh, but Costa Rica, uh, they, they, they had were, a moment. They were leading. They were leading two to one. It was a, a, an exciting time. Uh, uh, Kai Havertz comes in the game, and, uh, and it's 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 about time that Costa Rica starts to develop players. Um, or a system that moves away from this really, really rudimentary style of uh, of soccer. It was just you. You saw it. Uh, it was it was boring. It was Route One. 
It was. I, would, I mean, look, maybe cynical, this, cynical football, as they called this, it in the past. Maybe this cycle, the quality isn't there. But uh, historically, uh, oh, and you know about their, their, they got good players coming up. The system. I'm, <laughs> no, I don't know what they have coming up. But I'm saying, his, you say it like it's time they move on from blah blah blah. But Costa Rica has generally been a challenge for within Concacaf. So I'm not right. trying to be that uh, dismissive. They had a bad World Cup, but they did make it there. So uh, that that's that's. Saying more than obviously a lot of uh, other nations that could have made it. So uh, I have a I have another crazy stat for you because I do oh research. Okay, okay, let's go. So if you cut a chicken's head, no. Uh, <laughs> did you know that um, no no nation with a foreign manager has ever won the World Cup? Uh, I do. Not, I did not know that. No. Okay. Of the nations that have foreign managers, you want me to name them out to you? Sure. In this, in this World Cup, uh, Belgium mm-hmm. knocked out. Uh, yeah. Canada knocked out. Qatar. Damn, bro, that was a, that was a tough one, <laughs> but they're out also. Mexico, <laughs> yes. Iran, okay. Ecuador, all right. Saudi Arabia, South Korea. So the thing I'm, wor- <laughs> I mean, the thing I'm worried about here is that it's now starting to feel like we need more people like us in our. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's getting a little, little nationalistic, bro. No one <laughs> click on Kanye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is. Uh, no nation with a foreign manager has ever won the World Cup, and you're starting to see that all these nations that have them also did really badly in this World Cup. That's an interesting. It, but I think the point, the the thing, I'm the topic I'm trying to get to is, it we have to also move past the building, developing great players. We have to also develop great coaches. Oh. That's a huge part of it because you have to, you don't just have to develop these players, but you have to have the coaches that know how to use them. You have to have coaches that understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, uh, formations that you can put them in that that would give you an advantage. Also, have to understand your national system and you know how it works. And you know, there's a lot of you know politics that goes on in that as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I would even say that being a club manager and a national team manager are probably two different skill sets. Not probably, they absolutely are. So you can say like, yeah, you need to. We need to develop coaching. But there's, it's hard to re- uh, specifically distinguish, you know, what makes a, a great national team coach and what makes a good uh, uh, club coach. So uh, the answer, the easy answer is yes, we need to develop all those things uh, everywhere across the world. That's what World Cups are for, to display the game and make it. Everybody's like, I need to get in on this for, mm. for, next, uh, for next time. Okay, so um, the, uh, there was something I wanted to highlight, but I can't remember anymore. Um, what were, what was the last thing you were thinking about? I don't remember. It's it's all good. Was it the amazing staff that I just gave you? <laughs> was that that was pretty fun? Uh, let's just take a look forward at the matches for uh, tomorrow, uh, for December second. Group G uh, and Group H uh, will be uh, going uh, up. Uh, Cameroon and Brazil, uh, Serbia and Switzerland, and those are the later games. And then the earlier games are going to be Ghana, Uruguay, uh, South Korea, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay. Did you see Luis Suarez's comments? Uh, he, he and he yeah. delivered it in English, so everybody knows. Is that true? He did. I only read the quote. I didn't I know he saw delivered it, it in right? English. Yeah, I saw it. He, he said, he's like, I don't, uh, I have no reason to apologize. I got the red card. Um, he, the, 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 Ghana, the player from Ghana missed the penalty. Um, Osama, Osama Gian, Osama. I don't remember his name. Gian, I believe, was the, was the player. But yeah, I mean, if, for those of you who don't remember, uh, he went up, uh, grabbed the ball with his hand so that, it, or a block, he basically pretended to be a goalkeeper when he shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, handball, uh, gets a right card, gets kicked out, penalty because it was in the box. 
Gian, I believe it was Gian, misses uh, the penalty. Okay. So yeah, and and Uruguay ends up winning the match. And Uruguay wins the match, uh, and the, the you know Cup. he comes back out of the locker room. He's running around <laughs> people's shoulders. The big yes, party, yeah. but I kind of agree with him here. Yeah, it, it seems like there's a you know because uh, I hate defending Luis Suarez, and there's <laughs> two things, and one of them is not bringing up, but the other one is this is this penalty. Uh, he took his red card and he left. It's not people say like he cheated. It's like if he would have gotten away with it, that's cheating. Yeah, but he didn't. He took he took the 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 consequences of that of his action. Exactly. So there's nothing you know. People calling him a cheat and and uh, want they want him to feel shame. Like he did what he did. The guy bites people. He don't <laughs> feel shame. Okay. No, well, the point is, don't bring your live chickens around him, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and also use your hands if that's a big game, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. It's a big game. It is a man. big game. It is a big game. He need, he did what he had to do for his country. Would you do it? Of course. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. I mean, if you have an opportunity to move on in the World Cup, take the red. Yeah. It's a big risk too because you're giving away a penalty. You're giving away a penalty and you're also you're uh, certainly yeah. missing your next match. Right. Uh which which they lost. Which they lost, so of course. Yeah, because they, because they, they didn't have to lose Suarez. Suarez. But they wouldn't have even been there. But even just for but think of how much money they made just from advancing. There are probably millions of dollars right. for simply going on to the next round. So it it is it was worth it, even though they did lose uh that, that next game. Right. So. I wish I would have remembered his name. There was a player that was talking, I just saw a clip of it. Uh, but they said that I, I believe he's from I believe he's from Cameroon, and he was saying that uh, I can't remember wherever Mbappe's uh, family is originally from. That's the country he was talking about. Okay, because he said uh, Mbappe's father realized at a young age his son was going to be really, really good at football. So he brought him back to his home country because he wanted him to play there, and presented him to the national team and said, "This kid's really good." And they asked the dad for a fee. Yes, yes, oh, I I did see that too, and then I didn't Mbappe respond saying that wasn't true or something like That's that. That's why I'm saying I don't know if it's true or not, but I, yeah, it, yeah. it would have been. A, it's a shame if that is true. Yeah, that you know, there's some sort of. It doesn't sound crazy. No, no, it no. Is. But you know, you don't want you don't want national team players to have to play a fee to play for their country. Uh, of course, I mean that. Yeah, that would be absurd. Um, what a weird pay for play system they got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So then um, the yeah Brazil I, versus Cameroon. Who do you go for? I mean I, I, Brazil, obviously. Even no Neymar though. We know that but he's still uh, dealing with. Uh, have you seen his his injury? His foot injury. His yeah. ankle. He, he, honestly. I was like, either Neymar got like clipped in the ankle or he's diabetic. I'm like, yo, this is a thick ankle. Bro, he looks like he's baking <laughs> bread. Uh, <laughs> it looks bad, bro. Bro, he, someone put like, nah, he's done. He, he got the same foot as my auntie right now. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Serbia versus Switzerland. Yeah, this is going to be a tough this one. This is going to be a tough one. I don't know. Shaka I, versus I, Serbia. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go for Switzerland because they have a Dominican player. Uh, That's right. Uh, Ruben Vargas. Let's go. Um, but wow, I, I guess you're voting for that traitor dude <laughs> okay well jesus christ uh, could have played for the dominican <laughs> republic Alexis is already highlighting the foreign managers uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, i'm becoming way more uh <laughs> tribal as i, as I go through um, this I, I feel like serbia would probably be the favorites here um but i'm going for switzerland so the i think that's just going to be a fun game to see a lot of red cards i'm assuming ghana versus uruguay it's so much emotions in this one yeah i, I honestly i think um, the, the 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 revenge is in place. I think Ghana. I also think Ghana is a better team this this time around. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm going with Ghana. South Korea versus Portugal. Mm, Interesting. This um, Hyung Min Sun. 
Yeah, I mean Portugal, uh, they already advanced, so they're probably gonna. Um, yeah, Ronaldo's play, not playing. Uh, this not one. a not you know not a super strong team, uh, but you still will have to favor uh, Portugal here. Look at but I because I want to see what the uh, what the the group looks like. Okay. Oh, the, uh, the group full table right there on the right. Go up. Yep. So South Korea needs to win here, and Ghana has to either draw or lose. Yeah, uh, or well, you could if you scored enough goals. No, yeah, Ghana yeah. has to lose essentially, um, and South Korea needs to win in order to go through. Yeah, for South Korea to go through, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to remain the way it is. I think it's going to be Portugal Ghana. I think South Korea will win, but I also think Ghana will win. Uh, I I sort of feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, we got to wrap up. What a, been, what a what a breakdown. We've been going on too long. Uh, really, it's been. I can see the time. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody. Thank you uh, again for joining us on the Cool Against World Cup a daily. Shout out to Rebecca Lowe. Uh, thank you for coming through. This is really really cool. Incredible. Super, super fun, uh, and it was great to catch up uh, with her. So um, uh, anything else, make sure you uh, follow us, at Soccer Cooligans, uh, on all social channels. And also, just a, a reminder, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Shouts to everyone who uh, got us to 5,000 YouTube subscribers, which is very nice. We're on our way. We're building the road to 6,000. We're doing it. Um, and also, do not forget, please, please do this. Go subscribe to the Cooligans Clips channel. That is, uh, it's right there. If you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see it. You'll see it right there. YouTube.com slash Soccer Cooligans. You'll see the clip channel right there, which uh, all the shorts and all the you know, short form content uh, live. So make sure you subscribe to that and let people know how much you're enjoying this World Cup because the Cooligans are, you know, helping you through Killing it. themselves so that you get content <laughs> every day. Okay. <laughs> We're getting too famous too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so thank you, everybody, uh, for another uh, hot show in the books. We'll be back tomorrow. The games do not end. The Cooligans do not stop. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We love you guys.